This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here we go. It is episode number 18 of the Rosie Report regular season roundup weekend recap. And if it's okay with all our listeners out there, can we just call it the Josh Naylor show because of the weekend that he had? Oh my goodness. Naylor came up clutch, came up big and came up in key spots in the eighth inning, three games in the row and delivered home runs each of those times to the plate each time putting the team in front. The lead slipped away on Friday night, but it held up both Saturday night and Sunday afternoon. So good weekend for the Guardians this weekend. We'll hear some of the postgame comments from Josh Naylor in just a little bit. Also catch up with Chris Antonetti, the president of baseball operations, in just a little bit as well. But first, a look back at the weekend. And as we mentioned, it's the Josh Naylor edition of the Rosie Report. And uh, let's just hit them all at once. Here's Hammy with some great calls from Naylor's Big Weekend. Second inning here for Matt Moore. He fires. Naylor with a drive to deep right center. Away back. Gone. A no doubt about it. Bomb to the bullpen in right center. Josh Naylor will take his time circling the bases. And the Guardians... Now with a 4-3 lead here in the eighth inning. And for Josh Naylor, that is his fourth home run of the season. And maybe that'll get him going now. Boy, oh boy, did he tee off Matt Moore, giving up his first home run of the season. And it was no doubt about it that that baby was gone to the bullpen and right center. Six to four Angels. Naylor, one swing of the bat, could rip the lid off this place. Tapera's ready, infield back. Here it comes. And Naylor swings and drives it. High, deep to right, away back. Gone! There his of field a three-run bond to right Josh Naylor in the eighth inning for the second night in a row and the Guardians have scored five and they have come from nowhere to take the lead seven to six here in the eighth inning and Naylor with his fifth home run and the biggest of the season now the 2-0 pitch. Swung at and blasted. High, deep to right. This is gone. Can you believe it? Three games in a row. Three home runs.
runs for Josh Naylor, all in the eighth inning. Wow. A two-out, three-run homer to right with winds gusting in. And Naylor is some kind of strong. And the Guardians have a four-to-one lead with two down in the eighth inning as Josh Naylor has taken a page out of a Hollywood script. So there it was in chronological order, the three straight days of home runs for Naylor in the eighth inning to put his team in front. First time that has happened in Major League Baseball in the expansion era. So that goes back to 1961. Not sure if they just couldn't find anything prior to that because of record-keeping and statistics, but at least since 1961, that has not happened before. And uh, I wanted to listen to a couple of interviews from Naylor after the games. First, let's start with Saturday after his what turned out to be a game-changing home run in an 8-6 to Guardians win over the Angels. Yeah, I think we just uh... – we always play to the last out. We just try to um, get, I mean, some games are harder than others. Uh, we just try to have good collective at-bats, try to play hard through the whole nine because, I mean, anything can happen. Um, and we scored six runs that inning, and that's kind of unheard of in late innings. And I think we just, we have a we have a confident group of guys here. We, we feed off each other's energy, um, feed off each other's good at-bats, and, and good things happen when you do that. So I think trust is a big thing within our locker room. Um, we really, we... I think we really love each other as a squad. Um, we believe in every single one of us, and it doesn't matter who's at the plate. We know, you know, something special would happen if we just um, just have great at bats as a team and, and follow each other. Josh, when you see uh, that inning kind of unfold, four straight singles, you come up. Or is that a good vibe for you? Is that a good feeling? Yeah. Again, I mean, I think I I can't really take credit for what I did. Um, if those players before me don't have those good at bats, I don't get an opportunity to hit. Um, you know, or Hosey doesn't get an opportunity to, to to hit. JB doesn't get an opportunity to hit if we don't just keep having great at bats as a squad. So, it's uh it's credit to the guys before me. Um, they took care of their at bats, and you know they just they kept the line moving. What what's it seems like just you know the first 35, 36 games have been really a grind for you guys is there a reason or you know can you point to one thing I think it's just baseball um I think teams go through different sorts of slumps as a team um whether it's I think last year we we got swept three series in a row um I think it was LA New York uh I can't remember the first team we got swept by but we lost like nine in a row and um I think that was our kind of rough patch in the season and then after that series we went to Oakland, we swept, we came back home. I think we went two out of three versus that next team. And it's just, I think every team has their time of the year where they're, where they struggle. Um, things just don't click. Either the pitchers do great, the hitters don't. Hitters do great, pitchers don't. Um, I think that's just, just what baseball is. Um, it's a, it's a grind you play 162. And I think you'd rather start kind of rough, but have a great middle and end than have an incredible start okay middle and bad end you know what I mean you kind of roll want to roll into um August and September playing you know hot baseball and and you know coming together better as a group um I think those first few weeks maybe first month was just it just wasn't our month um and I think every team goes through that as you can tell Josh does not 
particularly talk about himself very often. It's more about what it means to the team. So Sunday, when he did it again, snapping a one-all tie and putting the team on their way to a 4-3 to three win over the Angels, uh, Naylor spoke again after the game, and the first thing he talked about was the pitching performance of Tanner Bybee. He's a crazy talent on the mound. Um, he's got electric stuff. Pitches with a ton of confidence. Um, and I remember uh, last game he threw. Um, I don't think he did as obviously as well as he could have, and he was really upset. And that, that kind of like it shows me a lot. It shows you, you you know you care and and you expect a lot out of yourself. You have a, high expectations, and he went out there today and just was the same person. Had complete confidence. Um, believed in all the pitches he threw. Threw everything with with conviction and then he was ready to just to, to go the whole entire day. And it was a, uh, it was awesome to see. He's a, he's a great pitcher. Josh, you had those home runs in the eighth on Friday and yesterday. So what were you thinking when they walked Jose to get to you today? Um, just put the ball and play hard. Um, get a good pitch to hit, kind of make sure it's in a zone. I can, you know, hit a line drive on, um, to score a runner. Uh, I was just trying to score one run. Uh, thank God, you know, I was able to get everyone else in. Um, but yeah, no, I was just just trying to, you know, get a good hit and, and hit something hard where where no filler was. Compared to before this series, uh, what have you felt this weekend that, that you would attribute to being able to walk in this weekend or something? Um, I don't know. I think it's just baseball, to be honest. Um, you just got to ride the wave. Some weeks are going to be good. Some weeks are going to be bad. Some days are going to be great. Some days are going to be bad. Um, I don't know. You see, as a baseball player, um, you just keep working. You just you keep uh, you keep grinding. Uh, you keep just trying to have fun. And remember, it's a kid's game. Um, uh, I think for me personally, just taking myself out of the equation and remembering remember why I do it. I do it for you know, my brothers, my family, uh, my friends. So I think that takes a lot of pressure off of me and focusing on individual stats or whatever the case may be. Um, yeah, I just, I, I think you, as, as a baseball player, you just, you have to learn how to ride the wave and sometimes it's not going to be going well. And sometimes it's going to be going off the charts and, you know, but you got to stay even keeled. Is that difficult to do to learn to just ride the wave like you just said? Yeah. Um, I think it took me a few years into pro ball to kind of learn it and watch other players, um, kind of yeah I guess just ride that wave and, and be be kind of even killed it's tough it's tough as a player because uh, you always want to be great you always want to do great things for your team um great things uh, for as an individual um but I think realizing that this game's hard enough um and you know if you do do some certain some cool things a certain day like you'd be be really happy and proud of yourself and you know, if you if you don't do good things one day, don't don't beat yourself up too much that, you know, there's God willing is another day you can play, you know, another game. So there was some of the, the comments from Josh Naylor after Saturday's and Sunday's games in which he hit home runs that put his team in front in the eighth inning. After Sunday's game, that made it two straight in the win column for the Guardians. Terry Francona weighed in and uh, talked about a, a real strong pitching performance from Bybee. I think I'm stating the obvious. That was really pretty special. I mean, three-plus pitches, attack the zone. Um, that was exciting. That was really that was really fun to watch. Josh Nader said, he's talking, about, he's talking about riding the wave. You know, that you have to expect some bad days and good guys, days to stay even kill. And that's kind of what you've been 
preaching all along. So how do you see that manifesting in the way he plays? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not sure riding the wave, that means being even keeled. I think well, trying to trying to come in every day like you've won eight in a row. That's the idea. Part, it's easier said than done. But I do think guys, you know, there's no guarantee. We don't play tomorrow, but Tuesday, there's no guarantees. But guys are starting to feel better. So, and there's talent. So that should help us. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of hard because some days it's different. Like, like the first three at bats off the left, he pulled off. I got the one hit, but he hit off the end. But then on a day when I thought it was going to, well, take a ball like Naylor hit to hit it out. Cause I thought Trout's ball came out of a cannon and Zanino hit one and Hosey hit one. And they had a guy that hit one that, you know, it's just, it wasn't going to go anywhere. So, I mean, he really hit that ball, but it's like when you see, I mean, you were asking when you see his helmet come off, that's not when he hits the home runs. When he stays nice and fluid, that's when the ball jumps off his bat. And just to recap on Bybee, he had a perfect game into the fifth inning, went seven and two-thirds, allowing two hits, just one run, and uh, struck out seven in a no decision, but certainly a great effort from the rookie. Well, as promised earlier, we did have a chance to visit with Chris Antonetti over the weekend, the president of baseball operations for the Guardians, and uh, here's some of his comments about a team that has struggled offensively and what they're searching for to try and get them going. And we saw some some highlights, certainly, over the weekend that maybe, just maybe, this team's starting to hit its stride a little bit, especially offensively. Well, I think we're hopeful last night was a step in, a step in the right direction. Certainly it wasn't perfect. There were some missed opportunities. But we do think you know, we, there were signs of guys taking better at bats. We controlled the zone a little bit better. The quality of our contact was much better. We had a number of extra base hits. So hopefully it's something that the group can build on. And because it's, I don't know if established veterans is the right way to put it, but some players who have some track records uh, that are seemingly getting it going, is, is that helpful to know that there's something to look back on from years past? Well, each case is individual. There certainly are guys like that with Jose and Ahmed and Josh that maybe have a little bit more experience than the other guys. So, you know, we have a little bit better of understanding of what to expect. And then there's a, a number of other guys who are still really young in their careers and don't have that same number of plate appearances. So, Again, I, I know there's a tendency to want to look at a blanket, hey, what's going on with the team, when really it probably makes more sense to dive in on an individual level and think about what's happening with that individual player and how can we best support him to be the best version of himself and be as productive as he possibly can be. In recent years, uh, the, the franchise has been fortunate to have some excellent defensive catchers, and it's been a strong suit for this team. Um, as you look at it over the first month plus now of the season, what are you seeing behind the plate? concerns and areas of improvement as it goes along well we've continued to prioritize you know the relationship between the catcher and the pitchers and thankfully you know cam and mike zanino have done an extraordinary job of building that rapport with our starters and relievers where there's now a comfort level and beyond and they're and they're on the same page now there are obviously some things that have happened especially early on in the year with uh both controlling the running game and balls you know getting behind them uh but i think we've seen meaningful progress over the last two weeks they continue to put in a lot of work with Sandy Alomar and uh, our strength and conditioning coaches to improve their flexibility to help them uh, receive and uh, block balls a little bit better and then uh, it's a constant progress with uh, Sandy and the work that he does and the extraordinary work that he does to help get the best out of them. 
and I know it, I'm sure you're probably hoping it's down the road a little bit, but um, when you look in the minor leagues, you have a, a good young prospect in Bo Naylor who plays that position, and fans, um, I'm sure they, they see it and, and hear about how he's doing, but what do you look at for someone in that position that's so important to you before you even think about giving him an opportunity at this level? Well, we share that excitement about Bo's future and the possibility uh, and the impact that he potentially could have on our team at some point. But we also really appreciate the demands of that position and what it requires to come up and contribute at the major league level, not just offensively, but defensively. It's the most demanding position on the field. You're not only responsible for yourself, you're responsible for the entirety of the pitching staff. And there's a lot that goes along with it. So we continue to work with Bo, and he's made great progress developmentally. And uh, hopefully he continues on the path he's on and can be an option for us at some point when we have a need. Stay tuned. We'll have more with Chris Antonetti after this short break. Welcome back to Guardians Warm-Up. Chris Antonetti joining us, president of baseball operations. Chris, you have, you have three rookies right now in the starting rotation, and I know that it's such a fluid situation based on injuries, recoveries, things like that. But uh, with young pitchers, uh, innings limits, pitch counts, things like that, how do you view the, this group and, and maybe others who, who aren't quite here yet when you look over the course of a long season, how much you want to test them in, in terms of innings and things like that? Well, much like we talked about it earlier with the position players looking at each guy as an individual, it's the same thing with pitchers. So, you know, we'll look for, we have an idea of what their prior workloads have been, and then we want to be thoughtful about what we expect their workloads could be this year. And um, what really what we try to do is monitor monitor for signs of you know fatigue or guys getting tired changing their mechanics and things like that but hopefully you know and in, in each of those guys cases they put in a lot of work in the winter uh, to, to come into this season prepared to you know to pitch a lot and uh, right now they're all in a good place and hopefully that will continue as we move forward through the season however if we do start to see signs of fatigue then you know we can always make some adjustments and adjust their volume whether that's within a game whether that's giving them an extra day's rest whether that's skipping a start you know there's a lot of options that we potentially could consider and it, did that all come into play this most recent time through the rotation there's been a couple of off days in there and does that all factor in it does. I think using a recent example, Logan had a pretty high pitch count outing against the Red Sox, so we decided to give him an extra day. And there are things, and you know, we still do that with Shane Bieber and other starters too. So um, again, all of those things come into play. And, and Carl Willis and you know our, our medical group, our S and C group, our pitching team do a great job of coming together and understanding where is each guy and what might he benefit from. Chris, as always, thanks for the time. Appreciate it. My pleasure, Rosie. Thank you. As always, thanks to Chris Antonetti for joining us on uh, an occasion, a weekly basis almost, at least someone uh, from the front office, Chris or Mike Chernoff or Matt Foreman, the assistant general manager, always do great work to keep us up to date on the ebbs and flows of the season and the Guardians ball club. Well, that's going to do it for this edition, episode number 18 of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. We'd like to thank Josh Naylor for uh, all of his help with the show today. What a weekend for Josh, and uh, we'll see how long he can stay hot because he's on some kind of heater right now. But uh, we'll catch up with you again most likely Wednesday morning is with the off day on Monday. No news to report on Monday, but we'll recap Tuesday for you with uh, Wednesday's podcast. And until then, this is Jim Rosenhouse thanking you as always for downloading and listening to The Rosie Report.